Shalom to all. Today's office site Daf Memvav. We are starting Mem Hayomer Bay's six lines off from the bottom with the brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Yaakov Maisha, Hernish Shalom should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yantav, Bitter Asher Anshul, his Nishalma should have an Aliyah. Now we continue learning about the procedure of the Egla Rufa. The Mishnah says Nifter Zikne Yerushalayim, Hochulahen. This is the kingdom of Yerushalayim. They leave and they go back to their place. They had finished doing the Medida, the measuring, so we don't need them anymore. And what do we do now? Zikne Yisroel, this is the kingdom of that city that the body was closest to. Mevin Egla Hazbakar Asher LeMoshcha Ba'Al. They bring a female calf that was never pulled with a yoke, the Anamon Paisalba. However, a mum will not passel this calf. And it's brought down to Nachal Eson. Now, what is Eson? So the Misha says, Eson Kimashmai. It's exactly as it sounds. Kasha, it's hard, it's rocky. However, Afalpisha Eson, even if it's a valley that's not Eson, it's not rocky and hard. Kasha, it's still Kasha to be done there. What do we do with this calf? If it's chopped on the back of the neck with a meat cleaver or a large knife. The place where this was done is Usher now forever to plant to do work over there. However, flax is allowed to be combed over there. Will not more to chisel stones there. What's next? There's a kingdom of that city. They wash their hands in water. Where this egla got its neck chopped. And they say the following. Our hands did not spill this blood and our eyes did not see. Do we really think that these elders of Bezin, they spilled this person's blood, that they killed this fellow? Why are they saying that we didn't spill his blood? So rather, what they're saying is, they're saying, that he didn't come to us and that we sent him away without food. And we didn't see him and send him off without escorting him. Which is implied that if they did do this, if they didn't give him food and if they didn't escort him, then they would be somewhat responsible for his murder. Now after this, say, atone for your people Yisrael whom we've redeemed, and don't place innocent blood in the midst of your people. However, they do not have to say the following Pasuk, why not? Because this Pasuk is really Rucha is telling them that when you do this, meaning when you do the whole Ega Rufa, the blood of this murdered person will be atoned for them. Now we're going to have a long discussion regarding Egla Rufa and Para Aduma. Ask the Gemara, A mom should passel this calf for the Egla Rufa, and we shall learn that from a Kavachimer, from Para Aduma. Just like the Para Aduma, that years don't passel it, meaning the Para Aduma is allowed to be any age, but we know a mom will passel the Para Aduma, an Egla that years do passel it, it has to be a calf, it can't be older than a calf, and it didn't shame mom Shouldn't we say that a mum does passel the egla? Sigmar says, no, Shani Hasma over there, it's different. Amr Krab, because the Pasuk says, Asher ain't ba mum, it doesn't have a mum. Now, what does that tell us? Ba mum paisel. By paraduma, a mum passels. The ain't mum paisel egla, whereas a mum does not passel by the egla. Ask Sigmar El if that's really so, then other avaydais, other than pulling it with the yoke, shouldn't passel the paraduma. If he placed a bundle of sacks on the paraduma, psula, it's totally Puzzle now. Ube egla but the egla that we're going to use for the egla rufa, that's not going to be puzzle until it gets pulled with something on it. But if we're saying that egla rufa and paraduma are different, but based on our limit, we should say that paraduma is not puzzle because of this. I think my answer is no. Shani paru the alfin oil oil me egla. The paraduma is different because we learn oil oil from egla and exer shava. The Gemara asks egla nami tasi oil oil me para. So why don't we learn oil oil from para? And just like a mum passes by the paraduma, so a mum should pass by egla. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Hamiyat rachman aba. The Torah already said ba that only by paraduma a mum passes, but Egla, a mum doesn't pass by. Ask the Gemara, by Egla, by Egla, it also says the word ba. So that should be a miut. The Gemara says no. Hahu, that word ba, by Egla, rufa, mi ba, le, mute, kachim, that has to exclude kachim. The loy pasle avaida, that avaida doesn't pass by kachim. Meaning, if a person wants to bring an animal as a carbon, even if work was done with that animal, it's not going to be possible. And why do we need this word ba? Because I would have thought that I should bring it as a kavacharim from Egla. Just like we see by the Egla, rufa, that 
a mum does not possible his animal, but doing work with it will possible it, kachim shamum possible bahen. Ain't a din shabbat possible bahen, kachim, then a mum will possible it. If we have an animal that has a mum, we can't bring it as a carbon. So for sure, if work was done with it, that should possible it. Since we have this kavachimer, that's why we have to have the word ba that tells us that avoid the possible the eglat rufa, but not kachim. Ask the Gemara, what do you mean? Eklamifrik, who could always ask, mala eglat shakin shana possible ba, that the eglat rufa has something unique about it, that years will possible. It has to be a specific age. Masha ain't by kachim, that's not the same thing. The Gemara says, what do you mean? Atu kachim yilaka the possible bhushanim. There's no kachim that are possible because of a certain amount of years, meaning it's too old. We have plenty of karbanas that have to be a specific age and aren't allowed to be older than that age. And so therefore, ki what do we need this pasuk of ba by eglat rufa for? Lahanach kachim to possible bhushanim to teach us about those kachim that shanim will possible by them, that work will not possible by them. Ask Gemara, kachim like possible bhuavayda mehacha nafka mehosam nafka. You're really saying that we learn from the word ba by eglat rufa that avayda will not possible by kachim. We learn it from somewhere totally different. The pasuk tells us in regards to a carbon that we want to bring a veres, a blind animal, a shover, or broken, a charutz, or split eyelid, a yabelis, or it has a wart, a garav, a yalefes, or it has a dry or moist skin issue. Loisakrivu elah Hashem. These are not allowed to be brought for Hashem. What do we learn from here? Ela yatamakriv. These are not allowed to be brought. Avalatamakriv kachim shenavdu b'hanavaydo. But you are allowed to bring an animal that avaydo was done with. So we see this limud from here, not from the word ba by egla rufa. So Gemara says no. Itzrich, we have to have both limudim. I would have thought hanimili hechad avid b'hanavaydo's heter. That's only when he did some sort of motra avaydo with them. Avalavaydo is iser, but if he didn't also type of avaydo. For example, we plowed with a cow and a donkey together, and that's an Isra of Kilayim. In Melitzru, I might say that now this animal is also to be brought as a carbon. Sricha, that's what we have to have the word ba. Asking more of we also learn this from a different place, meaning we have a totally different lima to tell us that Avoida is kosher by Kachim. Because the Pasik tells us, From the hand of a stranger, meaning from the hand of a guy, you're not allowed to offer the food of Hashem from all of these. And what do we learn from here? Any animal that has a mom is allowed to be brought as a carbon. But you are allowed to bring Kachim that had work done with them. So again, we have another limit for this. We don't need the word ba. The Gemara says, no, itzrich, we still need the limit from the word ba, because I would have thought from these previous two limudim, this is only the only time that kachim is allowed to be brought, even though it had avayda done with it, is if that avayda was done with it when it was still in its chulin state. But if the person did avayda with this animal, after he already said, I'm going to bring this as a carbon, I might say that now it's also to be brought as a carbon, that's why we have to have the word ba to say, even in such a situation, we're allowed to bring this animal as a carbon. Now the Gemara goes back to I mentioned Bashem Rav, Gufa, we had just said, Amrav Yehuda Marav, if he took this animal that we want to use as a parah duma and he placed a bundle of sacks on it, Psula, it's possible. However, Ruba Egla, when we're dealing with the Egla Rufa, it's only Usr if he pulled it, meaning we're more machmer when it comes to the parah duma, even if he just simply placed something on it, it's already Usr to be used as the parah duma. Asking Mara Mesa, we have a stira. The Brass, of course, the Pasuk, it says the word oil by parah duma. What do we learn from here? Ainly Allah oil. I know that there's only an Isr putting in oil, a yoke on the parah duma. How do we know it's Usr to do all other avoids with it? When we deal with Egla Rufa, then a mum will not passel it, but all other avodas besides for just putting a yoke on it will passel it. Para shemum paiselba, the paraduma that a mum will passel it, and he didn't shesharavodas paiselba. Shouldn't we say that other avodas also passel it? Now that would be the kavuchaimer. However, the brayzer continues v'im nashchalaimer. If you'd like to say that this is not a valid kavuchaimer, okay, so we'll bring zer shava instead. What's zer shava? Nemerkan oil v'nemerlalon oil. It says over here oil. It says over there oil. Malalon sharavodas paiselba. Just like over there, by Egla Rufa, other avodas will passel it. Afkan sharavodas paiselis. So over here by Paraduma, other avodas will passel it. Now the Gemara just goes back into the brass and asks, "My Imnaf Shcholaimer, what does that mean? Imnaf Shcholaimer? If you want to say this, not a valid Kavachaimer, okay, so we'll bring Zer Shava. Why wouldn't it be a valid Kavachaimer? So we have two options because Vechitim. If you want to suggest, Ikel Mifrich, we could always ask, "Mal Egla Shkain Shana Paisleis Ba." That Egla has something unique to it. Years passel it again, meaning if it's the wrong age, we can't use it as Egla Rufa, and that doesn't apply to Paraduma. Inami. Alternatively, we could ask on the Kavachaimer. The kachim will 
prove Shamon Paisal Bahen, a mum does passel Kachim, but the Ain Avaida Paisal's Bahen, Avaida does not passel. So therefore, that's why we have to have the Zereshava, Namarkan Oil, Namaralon Oil. It says over here by Paraduma Oil, it says by Egla Rufa Oil, Malalon Charavoidos, Afkan Charavoidos. So we have this valid Zereshava, but we still haven't yet asked our question on Rav. So here's the question. When Makam Shabasa, from the place that you brought it, meaning the Zereshava is being learned from Egla Rufa, we should ask a question. We should say, Malalon Achatim Shaykh, just like over there by Egla Rufa, it's only possible if it was pulled, meaning if it actually did Avaida, if it walked with a load on its back, Afkan so over here by Paraduma, Achatim Shaykh, the only soul of Paraduma should be if it was pulled, meaning if it walked with something on its back. Placing something on its back shouldn't passel it. So Gemara says, Tanayi, it's Machlech's Tanayim, the Ikedemai Silam Eglav, Ikedemai Silam Gufa de Para. Some learn it from Eglav, but some learn it from Para itself. The time you have a Brisa, the Pasuk by Paraduma tells us, oil, ainly al oil. If we just had this word oil, I would know that it's only usher to put an oil, a yoke on it. Sharvadis Minayin, how do we know that other Vadis are usher? Tamalim, so the Pasuk says, Asherloi Allah Aleha oil. What does this tell us? Mikom Akaim, any sort of Vadis that it does would passel it. So we ask him, Oil. Why does it have to say the word oil? If you're telling me that all avodas are going to passel it, why does the pasuk specify the word oil, which means yoke? So we answer oil pasel bein b'shasavayda If it has a yoke on it, that's going to passel it, whether or not it's actually doing work. Just simply placing a yoke on it is going to answer it. Whereas shavayda all other avodas ain't pasel el b'shasavayda. That's only going to passel it b'shasavayda, which means if something is placed on the cow, not to do any sort of avodah, he simply has no other place to put it. So he decides, hey, there's the cow right next to me. Let me put it on top of the cow. That's not going to passel the paraduma because that's not considered but we continue asking for Emma, why didn't I say that I surely Allah klal? When it says nothing's allowed to go on it, that's a klal, that's a generalization. The word oil, prat, that's a specification. What do we have here? So that's klalu prat, a generalization followed by a specification. And we should say the following, prat, that the only thing that's included in the klal is what's mentioned in the prat. And what would that teach us? Oil in midechrin oloi, that the only thing that apostles the paraduma is an oil and not anything else. Why are we saying that other avoidance are apostles? We have a valid klalu prat over here. So we answer no, asher. When it says in the Pasuk, Asher that's an inclusion, and that tells us that we should not learn this Pasuk as Klaluprat. And the Tanya by Egla Kiagavna, we have a very similar limit by Egla. The Pasuk by Egla Rufa says, Oil. What do we learn from here? Ainly El Oil. I only know over here that's also to put an oil on the Egla Rufa. Shabbat Sminain, how do we know the other brothers are also going to pass it? Tamalim, the Pasuk says, Asher Loy Uvadba, then no work was done with it. Mikal Makaim, meaning no work whatsoever, even if it's not an oil on top. The Brazil continues, Mkain, if so, Matamalim were oil. So why does the Pasuk specify oil if we're not limiting ourselves to oil? The answer is all pasul bein b'shasavayda bein shleb b'shasavayda, and all is going to pasul the egla rufa whether we're doing work right now or not. Meaning, if we just stuck the oil on it, that's going to already pasul it. Whereas shavayda is in pasul is el b'shasavayda. Other avaydas are only going to pasul if he intends for it to do avayda with it. But again, if he just decides that he needs to put his bag down and he happens to see this egla next to him, that's not going to pasul it for egla rufa. We continue asking the im asher uvad ba klal. Why don't we say that the word asher uvad ba is a klal? That's a generalization. No work's allowed to be done with it. And then when the pasuk says oil prat, that's specification klalu prat. In Now that we have a klalu prat, we should say that the only thing that's included in the klal is the prat, is a specification, and that would teach us oil in midachrin aloi, that only in oil apostles and not anything else. So the Rasik includes that we don't say that because asher ribuyahu, when it says the word asher, that's ribuy, that's an inclusion, and that tells us that we should not learn the pasuk as a klalu prat. Now we just continue. Amravo Rabavo says, I asked Rabbechnon the following question, Mishichas oil bakama, how much does it have to be pulled with this yoke? We said that in Egla Rufa, when it has a yoke on it, it has to be pulled in order to postulate. How much does it have to be pulled? One inch? A foot? 
two feet, ten feet. So Amalei told him, Kamloi oil, the size of the oil. So we asked the following question, are we talking about the length of the oil or the width of the oil? So Rabbi Yaakov told him, this matter of Yechnon was explained to me by Rabbi Yechnon himself, the Meshicha of this oil that's going to passel is the width of the oil, which is how much? A tefach. Meaning if this calf was pulled only for just a tefach, that's going to passel. So we ask, why didn't Rabbi Yaakov just say, a tefach? Why does he have to say, Meshicha's oil, and then say tefach? Just say tefach. So we're going to see that it teaches us a side halacha. What does it teach us? That the thickness of the oil is a tefach. What's the nafkamino? Who cares how thick an oil is? For buying and selling. If you go up to the yoke seller and say, I'd like to buy a yoke from you, and he sells you a yoke, and then you come out and you see that it's thinner than a tefach, it's not thick enough, so you could tell him it's a mekach toz. You didn't sell me a yoke. A yoke is one tefach and not anything less than that. And now Omar Biyachim and Shal, he tells us, Why does the Torah say, That we should bring an egla in a nachal? Why not say, Bring a regular cow in a regular valley? Why does it have to be a calf in this nachal eson that's very rocky and you can't really plant anything there? So the answer is because Amr Kashbarcho Hashem's telling us, Bring something that has not made fruit yet. This is a calf that didn't have any babies yet. The Yarif and it should have its neck chopped in a place that can't produce anything. This is a very rocky area. And that's going to bring back a kapar for someone who wasn't able to bring payrise because his fellow was murdered. Ask the Gemara, my payrise, what does that mean, payrise? That this fellow was killed, so he wasn't able to have payrise. Even if you want to say period rivia, since he was killed, he wasn't able to have children. Would that mean that if the person that was murdered was an old person or a sris, who's someone who can't have children, that we're not going to do the Egla Rufa because that person can't produce fruit anyway? He can't have children anymore? It must be we're talking about Ella Mitzvahs. We're talking about Mitzvahs. This person was murdered and now he can't produce fruits. He can't do any Mitzvahs. And that's what we mean by fruit. How we continue with Mishnah, this calf is brought to Nachal Eson. And what does Eson mean? Eson Kamashmaya, exactly as it sounds. Kasha, it's a valley which is hard. So as the Gemara Tanabon, we have a Braisa, Minayla Eson Shukasha. How do we know that the word Eson means hard? Shanaram, because Pasuk says, Memvavon based on top. Eson Meshavachu, your dwelling place is strong. And your nest is in a rock. And another Pasuk says, Shimu Haram is Riv Hashem. Here mountains, the controversy of Hashem. And strong was the foundation of the earth. Others say, How do we know that Eson means old? Because Pasuk says, Gai Eson, in Eson nation, who Gai Me'olam Hu, that's a nation that's been around from the earliest time. We said the Mishnah of Arfan is a Kavitz Me'acharel, that we chop it on the back of the neck with a meat cleaver or a large knife. My time away is this. Gamar Arifa Arifa Mechatus Aif. We learn Arifa from Chatus Aif. Chatus Aif gets chopped in the back of the neck, so do an Egla Rufa. We said, not let a plant or do any work in the place where this happened. The Pasuk says, So literally the words are translated as no work may be done in it, and means it may not be planted. Now we have Machlechus about this. Rabbi Yeshe tells us that this place where we're doing the Rufa, in the past, it's not allowed to have had something planted there. Whereas Rabbi Yeshe, he says, it's talking about in the future. Whereas Rabbi Amarav explains, no one argues in regards to the future. The Pasuk says, It's not allowed to be planted. And since the Pasuk doesn't say, which would lead to Machlekes, it simply just says, that means that in the future, after that Glarufa is done, nothing's allowed to be planted there. In regards to the past, does it say in the Pasuk? It says, which is Mashma in the past. Whereas Rabbi Yishan, he holds, does it say it did not have work done in it? It doesn't say that explicitly, so therefore it's really talking about the future. Rabbi Yishan, how does he understand that? The word Asher is Mashma in the past, so when it says, that's mashma past tense. Whereas Rabbi Yisrael has he understand that Asher Ribuyahu, the word Asher is Riboy. We can explain the Mishnah. We had said Umutar Lisak Sham Pishton Ulanakasham Avanim. Even though we're not allowed to do work or plant over there, we're still allowed to comb flax or chisel stones there. Tanabon we have a Brazah Shelo Yaved Boy Vloy Zareah. What does that teach us? Ainly Elazria. That only.
only says that you're not allowed to plant there. How do I know that no work is allowed to be done there? Tom Lemon's why the Pusik says, Asher Leave Bai, Mikal Makaim, no work is allowed to be done there. Ask the Brass Same Kin if that's really so, Matam Lemur Vlazarea. Why does the Pusik specify planting? The answer is Lemil Khara tell you, Mazrim Yuchad Shibugovishal Karka, just like planting has to do with the land itself, Afkal Shibugovishal Karka, so too the types of vada that are us over here are things that have to do with the land itself. Yatasrika's Pishtan Minikrabonim, that's excluding combing flax or chiseling stones, Shane Bugovishal Karka, that doesn't have to do with the land itself, that just happens to be where the person is sitting, but it has nothing to do with the ground itself. Ask the Brass of Ama Shirley Ovid by Klau. Why do we say that the words Ashrelyavibai is telling us a klal? It's a generalization. Vlaizarea prat. And the words Vlaizarea, that's a specification. And what do we learn from here? Klalu prat in Baklal Masha Prat. When you have a klal followed by a prat, that teaches us that the only things that are included in the klal is that which is mentioned in the prat, which is Zriya in Midachinoloi, the only thing that's Usr's planting and not anything else. So we answer no, Asher Ribuyahu. The word Asher is Ribuy, and that tells us that we don't learn the Pasak as a Klalu Prat. And we had said in the Mesh Zikni Erechtinide and Khulu that the elders of the city they wash their hands over there. And Tara Bonu Vibai all this came of that city, which is close to the corpse, they wash their hands on the Egla Rufa. Now the Bryce says, The Pusik doesn't have to specify Ha'arufa because we already know that we're talking about an Egla Rufa. So why does the Pusik have to say Ha'arufa? That teaches us, they have to wash their hands on the place where the Egla got its neck chopped. Even if the Egla ended up being moved, they still have to wash their hands where it happened. Now the Pusik continues, they say, Our hands didn't spill this blood and our eyes didn't see. So we ask, like we asked in the mission of Chal Bain, who also Shabazin Shaifchin Damim, do we really think that Bezin spilled the blood, that they were the murderers, that they have to say, oh, we're not the murderers? That's not what they're saying. El, or rather, what's the Pasuk telling us that these Kenim are saying, This fellow didn't come to us and we sent him off without food. And we didn't see him and send him off without being escorted. In other words, we didn't know about him and Dafka sent him off without food and without escorting him. Mashma, that if they did send him off without escorting him without food, then they would be held responsible to some extent for his death. Now we talk about Levaya escorting a person out. The Gemara tells us, Tanya, we have a Brysa. Hayer Meir, Amir Meir says, We force a person to escort his guests out of the city. Because the schar a person gets for escorting somebody doesn't have any shear. It's a massive amount of schar. She never because the Pasuk says, The Shemrim, they saw a person leaving the city. This has to do with Menashe and Ephraim trying to conquer a part of Eretz Yisrael that belonged to them. And they simply weren't able to get into the city, which was called Bet El. And so they finally saw a person leaving the city, and they told him, Please show us the entrance into the city. And we're going to do a chassid with you. Uksevin, another pasuk says, and he showed them the entrance to the city. And Uma chassid also imay. What chassid did they do with him? They wiped out the entire city by the sword. That fellow who showed them the way into the city and his family, they sent him out of the city and they were saved. Now, what happened with this man? The pasuk says he went to the land of the chitim. And he built a city. And he called its name Luz. That's the name of the city till this very day. And Tanya we have a brayso. That's the same laws that they died Tchelas in. That's the same laws that Sancherv came to, and he didn't mix everyone up. Sancherv, whenever he came to a town or city, he would remove all the inhabitants, put them somewhere else, and put new people inside. He did not do that to laws. Nebuchadnezzar came to the city and he didn't destroy it. Even Malchamavas is not going to the city. Rather, old people that live in laws, when they decide that their time has come and they want to leave the world, they go outside the wall of the city and then they die. So where do we see that there's a special schar for Levaya. This is a Kavachimer. Uma Kanani said, This fellow is the Kanani. He didn't speak with his mouth. He didn't go with his feet. All he did was show them where the entrance to the city was, but he was literally standing in the same place and he didn't even speak. He caused himself and his offspring, well, the end of days, to be saved. So Misha Baraglov, someone who scorched someone with his feet, of course he's going to have such schar. Now we just ask, 
Shalahem? How did he show the troops of Menashe and Ephraim where the entrance of the city was? If he didn't walk with them and he didn't tell them, so how did he show them? So Cheski Amr, he says, Befiv Akam Lahem. He simply twisted his mouth in the direction where the entrance to the city was. Or Shabiachan Amr, he says, Lahem. He showed them with his finger. And then comes Shabiachan, we have a brass just like Shabiachan, because the brass tells us very clearly, Beshil Shaknani Zeh, Herob Etzboi, because his Kanani showed them with his finger, Garmatzal Loi, Ulazari, Atsev Kaladares. And we continue talking about Lavaya escorting a guest out. Amr Bishub Levi tells us, Hamhalch Maderech, Vain Lavaya. If a person goes along the way and he has no escort, Yasik Batayra, so he should learn Tyra. Shanar, because the Pasuk says, Kilviyas Chain Haim Lerashacha, Vanakam Gagarasacha, for they are an accompaniment for your head, meaning Divrei Tyra, and their chains around your neck. So we see the Divrei Tyra called a Levaya, an accompaniment. And for Amr Bishub Levi, he tells us, Bishvil Abra Psias, Shalava Pyre La Avram, because the four steps the Pyre escorted Avram, Shanar, it says in the Pasuk, Vaitzav Alav Pyre Anashim Begaymer, Nishtav Banav Aramayas Shana, that gave Pyre the Schos, or the power, if you will, that Am Yisrael had a Shibud for 400 years. Shanar, the Pasuk says, Vavadim Inu Aisam Arba Meas Shana, you're going to serve them and be afflicted by them for 400 years. And Amr Behudam Rav, Kalmavas Chaver Arba Amas Beir, anyone that escorts his friend, four Amas in the city, Eina Nizak, that person who got escorted is not going to be damaged. And we have a story about this. Ravina Alve the Rav of Yitzchak, Dawad Amas Beir, Ravina escorted Rav of Yitzchak, four Amas in the city, Matalia de Hazeka, a very dangerous situation happened to him, Vitzel, and he was saved. And Tanarban, we have a Brisa, Haravel Talmud, Adibur Shal Ir. When a Rav is escorting his Talmud, so he has to escort him to the Ibur of the city, which is the extension of the city, meaning about 70 Amas outside the city limits. Chaver Lechaver, a friend escorting another friend, Ad Chom Shabbos, he has to go all the way until Chom Shabbos, which is 2,000 Amas outside the city. Whereas Talmud the Rav, when a Talmud is escorting his Rebbe, Ain Lai Shir, there is no Shir. The Kama, how much is this Ain Lai Shir? Amar Shesha, Shesha says, Ad Parsa, he has to go all the way up until a Parsa, which is 8,000 Amas. That's only if it's Rebbe, but not his Rebbe Muvuk. Avil Rabbi Muvuk, but if it's his Rebbe Muvuk, so Shlesha Parsais, he has to escort him three Parsais. And another story of Kahana Alvei, the Rav Shimber Ashi, Pomnara, Ad Beit Sinyasa de Bavel. Rav Kahana escorted Rav Shimber Ashi from Pomnara all the way to Beit Sinyasa in Bavel, which was a place of a lot of palm trees. That's understanding the name, Beit Sinyasa. Kimatu Hassan, when they got there, Amrle, he asked him, Vadidam Risu, is it true that which they say, Hani Sinyasa de Bavel, Mishne Adam Rishain Isnu, that these palm trees of Bavel are all the way from the times of Adam Rishain? Meaning, are these palm trees really that old? That's what people say about them. Amrle, he told him, At Karton Milsa, you just reminded me of something. He says, what's in the Pasuk? In a land that man has not gone through, and a man has not lived there. So we have to understand this Pasuk. If no one ever went through the land, how is it possible that no one ever lived there? Why does the Pasuk have to say that no one lived there? Of course no one lived there if no one ever even walked through it. Ella, rather, what's the Pasuk telling us? A land, the Adam Rishon was geyser, that this land is going to be inhabited, so it was inhabited. But a land, the Adam Rishon was not geyser, it's going to be inhabited, so it's not going to be inhabited. And that's what people mean to say with this expression that these palm trees are from the times of Adam Rishon. It doesn't mean they were actually planted then. It just means the reason why we have palm trees here is because Adam Rishon was geyser that this land is going to be inhabited. Another story, Rav Mordechai, Alvei Rav Ashi Magranya Ba'ad Be'kipi. Rav Mordechai escorted Rav Ashi from Agranya to Be'kipi. Ba'amrila and some say it was Ad Be'dura. And a memra, Amr Rav Shem Rav Meir, Kol She'ena Milava Umislava, anyone that doesn't escort or allow himself to be escorted, it's as if he's spilling blood. Because if the people of Yerichai would have escorted Elisha out, so then the bears wouldn't have attacked the young ones. And this is a story about how Elisha left the city of Yerichai, and there were these youngsters pestering him, and because of that, he gave them a curse, and bears attacked them and killed many of them. Now, where do we see this? Shnever the Pusik says, and he went from there to Beis El, meaning Elisha went from Yerichai to Beis El, and he's going along the way, and Aram Ketanim left the city, and they mocked him, and they told him, go away, bald one, go away, bald one. Now, what were they telling him by calling him a bald one? Amrulai, they were telling him, you go 
away because you made this place bald for us. It used to be that Eureka had very bitter water, and these people made money by importing water from other places. But once Elisha went there, he cured these bitter waters, so now they lost their source of Parnassa, so we're telling him, get out of here, you Kereach, you made us bald, we don't have any money now. Now we just ask, my arm Ketanim, what does it mean they're an arm Ketanim? Are they an arm or are they Ketanim? Na'arim is mashma over bar mitzvah, Ketanim is mashma under bar mitzvah. So Rabbi Lazar, he answers, Shem in mitzvahs. Na'arim means they were emptied out of mitzvahs, and Ketanim means Shahayu Mikatne Amana, that they didn't have any Amuna, they didn't believe in Hashem. And Tanu, we have a different Braisa, Na'arim Hayu, they're really Na'arim, Ubizbizu Atman Kiktanim, but they degraded themselves like little children by the way they acted. But now Maskalar of Yesav Yesav asks, Maybe the reason why we're calling them Na'arim is because of where they lived. Milaksev, don't we have a Pasuk that says, that Aram went out armed and they captured a Nara Ketana from Yisrael. Bakashalon, and we ask, Nara Uktana? How could she be a Nara and a Ketana? Nara is mashma over Bas Metzvah, Ketana is mashma under Bas Metzvah. Bamar Abdas, Rabbitas answered, Ketana Dimin Uran. She was a Ketana and she was from a place called Nuran. So we see that people that are called Na'arim could be from a place called Nuran. Who says they were from Yericha, these fellows? So the answer is, Hasam Lemifarash Makaima. Over there, it doesn't say where this Ketana was from, so we understand that it must be she's from this place called Nuran. Whereas Hacha over here, Mufarash Makaimon, it says where these youths were from, they were from Yerichai. Now, what happened to them? So it says, Vayifan Achrav, and Elisha turned behind him, Vayirim, and he saw them, Vayikalim, Shem Hashem, and he cursed them in the name of Hashem. Now we ask, My Ra, what did he see? What does that mean he saw them? So I'm a Rav, Rav explains, Ra Mamish, he actually saw them. Ketayin, just like this, Brahis, or Shem Gamaliel, Aimer, he tells us, Komakam Shnastu Chamim anytime the Chamim placed their eyes on something, that means there's either going to be death afterwards or poverty. So when it says that Elisha saw them, it means he looked at them with his gaze, and that was the curse. He didn't actually utter a curse, but that was the curse just by looking at them, and because of that, bears attack them. Now, Shmuel Amr Shmuel says, Ra'a, he perceived, not that he literally saw, but he perceived, that their mothers had conceived them on Yom Kippur, and we know that we're not allowed to touch on Yom Kippur. Whereas he tells us, he saw that they were growing their hair out like Amirim, like the Goyim. Rabbi Yechon says, he saw that they didn't even have a little bit of moisture of mitzvah in them, and that's why they were deserving of Misa. But we ask, maybe their offspring would have mitzvahs in them. They might not have had mitzvahs, but perhaps they would produce offspring that were shining with mitzvahs. So Amr Abelazri answers, Alicia was able to perceive about them that not them or their offspring all the way until the end of time are going to have any mitzvahs, so that's why they were able to be killed. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow, continuing with this story. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.